there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Brendan Daly. So as I said in the introduction, you have spent most of your career working in public service, in politics, in government, either for politicians or different presidential administrations. You were an assistant trade representative for public affairs. You were also working for the Department of Energy as a chief spokesperson there. What made that? such a compelling career path. And can you take us inside what it was like working for someone like Speaker Nancy Pelosi, as you did for nine years? Well, the first part of your question, you know, what made a great career? I think just as I said, there's opportunities that present themselves and I decided to take advantage of them. And then I really tried to do the best I could at each stop. And some were more successful than others. I mean, I feel like we can talk about this later. If you want to talk about disappointments, was the Department of Energy. I felt like that was a huge disappointment on my part. And anyway, we can get into that. But for working for the speaker was really great because she is who she appears to be. She is just in private the way she is in public. She's very outspoken. She's determined. She's really strong. But she's also genuine and kind and I just actually read a really lovely profile of her today on Variety, that, which is the uh, one of our publications that we care about in the trade press. It's more focused on the movie industry, but they cover music quite a bit as well. So we get that. And she's on the cover there. And it talks about how when she does a fundraiser, she often goes to talk to the caterers and their staff. And she always does that with an interview. When I, I was there, as you said, almost 10 years. And she did many, many interviews with TV people. And she always went to the cameraman and the sound guy. And the lights guy or woman or the person and say, hi, I'm, I'm Nancy Pelosi. Tell me what's your name and do you like your job and what do you think about it? Just chat them up a little bit. And it wasn't for any political gain. That's just who she is. She wants to know about them. She is very genuine and is just really someone who, when you work for someone for a long time and you see all their greatness, you see their flaws too. But despite all that, she is someone I would you know work again for her in a heartbeat. She's a wonderful person who was really, really committed to public service and to doing the right thing. Well, you were quoted. I mean, you've had any number of quotes talking about your time as Speaker Pelosi's spokesperson, both when she was minority leader and then as speaker the first time. And you said that it is super important for you to get close to your principal and to spend a lot of time with them, hearing them speak. So how does that make you a better spokesperson, Brendan? Because then you really know what they're thinking and the way they are, are talking even. When I was working for her, I had reporters call me every day, multiple times a day, many of them. And they wanted to know, what does she think about this? What does she think about that? At the beginning, I would have to ask her, what do you think about this? But after a while, I was in so many interviews and I just spent hours and hours every day with her that I knew what she thought. And I didn't have to check with her. I could just say it. And that made me a very credible source to the reporters and, you know, frankly, valuable to them and to the point where several news organizations who I won't mention because I may get them in trouble, but they normally have a two-source rule. Anything on 
in any store, you need to have two different people tell you the same thing before they go with it. I was an exception for many organizations because they knew if I said it, I had the imprimatur of the speaker. I knew what I was talking about and I wasn't going to make it up. And the other thing, which I don't know if I was quoted on, Andrew, but is that as a spokesperson, the only thing you have is your credibility and you have to tell the truth. And of course, you will spin it and try to make things appear as positive as possible. But there's a line that you can't cross. And I feel like today, unfortunately, with the president and his team right now, they cross that line every single day. And it's going to be hard to put that genie back in the bottle for whoever follows him because... You look at what Sean Spicer did his very first day and got into the whole argument with the press about the size of the crowd. And people could see with their own eyes that what, what he was saying was not true. And I like Sean and I worked with him for a long time before he worked for the president. And I know that was a difficult situation for him because he felt he had to please one person. But it's just, you know, you need your credibility and that's really all you have. And you have to make sure you maintain that, in my opinion, because otherwise you can't be effective. Well, I have to say, as a former journalist who had the opportunity to interview Speaker Pelosi and to work with you, Brendan, I can not only attest to the credibility and the honesty that you and she both put forth in my dealings with you, but also to Speaker Pelosi's message discipline. And for those who may not know what I mean by that, it means she stuck to her talking points. And as a journalist who was trying to extract news from the speaker or news from Brendan as her spokesperson, I confess I didn't necessarily appreciate that fact that I couldn't move her or you off the script. And that's hard. And I, I get that. And, and reporters want to get you to talk off the record and off the cuff. And then when you do that, they criticize you. Hey, you're not on message. So you, you get hammered either way. And you, But you can do it in such a way that you're not robotic about it. That we go back to the, the thing we talked about earlier about authenticity. That you have to do it in such a way that it's, it's who you are and you're saying it in your own words and you're not forcing it. And back to the question about being close to her, there were times where she used phrases that weren't necessarily my phrases, but I started adopting them because I was working for her. And it's easy to forget when you're getting people like you or at George Stephanopoulos and Jonathan Carl, and people are really smart and very talented and very well spoken, calling me a lot, asking me what's going on, what's happening here. You could mistake that and say, oh, they want to know my opinion and I could just speak off the cuff on anything. It's like, no, they want to know really what is she thinking? And what what does she want to do? And you have to remember that you're speaking on behalf of someone else, not yourself. And there is just a tendency among some folks who are spokespeople, if they get out of in troubles, when they start letting their ego get in the way, you've got to remember who you work for and what it is that you're there to do. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.